This is the Success Experience Podcast. Very true. Well, my name is Rob Nagy. Um, I'm here with my business partner, Massimo. Hello. Um, I'm also here with my business partner, Rob, as well. And we're here with um, with Paul. Paul, would you like to introduce What's yourself? going on, guys? Um, I think we should focus probably <laughs> talking to each other rather than looking at the same phone, right? Um, yeah, no, um, what brings you guys here? Um, well, well, this is the first installment of our, of our podcast. It this, is. This is something awesome. This and is legendary. It's going to grow crazy. This oh, is, yeah. By the way, this is local to Connecticut. New yeah. England, East Coast, yeah, where no one hears about. <laughs> exactly, the East Coast vibes. So Screw the West Coast. Yeah, exactly. We're gonna put this on the map. It's <laughs> already <laughs> on the map. <laughs> but um, yeah, let's let's have everyone get a little story of like our backgrounds. Yeah, yeah. no, definitely. Well, Paul, do you want to start off? Uh, it's always me on the spot. <laughs> um, well, my name is Paul. I'm 25 years old. Um. I don't want this sound like very like scripted or anything. No, so I, I, I'd rather like just talk just to you guys. Oh yeah, um, this is all raw. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't born in America. I was born in Poland. Yeah, Szczecin, Poland, which yeah. is probably like an hour away from Berlin. Um, mm. It's a big city. That's that's north, right? Yeah, yeah. It's okay. it's right by the ocean. Yeah, or can, it's it's right by Baltic Sea, which connects to the ocean now. Because mm. there's really no access. We have the biggest port there. Right. So, okay. big city. Most uh, people think Poland is like, um, they think that Poland is just snow and cold, but really we don't even have like snow plows, you know, right. like it's just like, yeah, I've always wondered about that. it's yeah. like maybe the most amount of snow we get to our ankles and then it melts the next day or some shit, Jesus. you know, so yeah, people think it's cold, it's not. Over <laughs> here, I've seen the most amount of snow in my life was here. And no, no, yeah. seriously, it's crazy. Uh, <laughs> New England I, sucks. We came here for, I mean, my parents brought me here for a better life, you know, so that there's other countries. Yeah. It's just kind of crazy because right. like, you talk to yeah. many people, they can't point on the map where, what country it is. Exactly. It's pretty crazy. Um, yeah, but they, they brought us here because the, the way you made money over there and make money over here, they, they thought American Dream was a real thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the money just fell from the sky kind of thing, you know, yeah. so... So, yeah, they brought us here. They sold everything they had there. And, yeah, we started living here. Rented an apartment. Where exactly in it? In Crystal, Crystal, Connecticut. Because my my aunt, my mom's side, her her mom's sister has a house here and lives here. So we knew of how life is here kind of through them. And they kind of like, come over here, come over here. You know, like, it's it's good here. There's work, you know, you'll figure it out. Yeah. And yeah, my mom was a housekeeper and she just mm. cleans houses. And my dad kind of just was like handyman, did whatever, you know, back home. He went to school to be a mechanic. Yeah. But he didn't finish school because they had us kids, me and my sister. Yeah. Right. And my mom went to school for being a hairstylist. She didn't finish school either. So, yeah. you know, that's. Wow. They sacrificed everything for their kids, you know, to for have sure. a better life. Of course. And so we came here. And then my dad just did odd end jobs, you know, like handyman, bathroom tiles. Like, we're just, you know, hands labor shit. Right. And, yeah, I mean, I don't know really what the questions are here, but, like, I could tell you my whole life story is 
was like the what was like the next step? Like when you were in high school, um, when was the point you realized you wanted to do like business full time? When was that age that you just? <coughs> or were you just like brought I, into I started it? working when I was twelve. Twelve. With my dad. Okay. And so when he was doing side gigs, I'd be his helper. You know, yeah, so yeah. He'd like pass me to you know screwdriver, pass me this. It was mm-hmm. just kind of like that. Yeah. And. I didn't make money like that, you know? It's like, like, crazy you say that, because that's exactly how I was brought up, too. Yeah. Like, my dad would, like, have gigs. He would just, like, you know, install a camera somewhere, mm-hmm. and you need my help. Like, hey, Rob, get the ladder. Hey, right. get the screwdriver. Let's fucking screw it Right, in, right. You know? And he'd always be thinking about the next step. Yeah. So, like, if he's, you know, um, I don't know what the example can be, but putting a doorknob on the door. Right. Then the next step would be he has to take it apart. I'm already thinking. Right. Take, yeah. So I don't get yelled at, because my dad it was a hothead. Oh, he'll, he'll oh, blow up. Wait, me too. <laughs> yeah, we all go through. Yeah, every here. every good father, I guess, exactly. is yeah. like that. No, right. I mean, wants their child to be disciplined. Right, right. right. Mine, mine took a step further. You know, my my dad's Italian, so that's just another. That's a whole other. <laughs> like, he like, uses his to, hands. Yeah, no, he uses his hands. Damn right. He wants to verbally like kill you. Something. No, yeah, really, but I was I would say I think respect. I think is a big thing too, because mm-hmm. in families and. You know, you have an Italian family, and you do too, no? Hungarian. Hungarian. So I guess European. We're, we're all European. European. Yeah, yeah European. foreigner families, I think <laughs> the respect is, like, number one thing. No, totally. You know, you, you're going to get the backhand from your mom or dad if, if you don't have exactly. that respect, you know? Like, you, you go to you go to someone's house, you know, you take off your shoes, you greet yeah. everyone, you know? Right, like, right. You see a lot of people, like, a lot of Americans, mm-hmm. you know, like, yeah. walk in, like, thinking, like, mm-hmm. they own the place, mm-hmm. you know? Like, yeah, European people. It's you crazy. Gotta, you gotta walk in. You gotta hug everyone. You gotta nice. say hi. Yeah. When, whenever yeah. my parents took me anywhere and like I didn't say hi or whatever, <clears throat> I would hear it later. You know, and like yeah. you don't have manners. Da, 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 yeah. You know, like oh, oh yeah, I got it would be bad. Time. You don't want that. <laughs> and then and the lectures weren't like for two seconds. Like no. an American family. I don't like this any American families because I know there's really nice ones I've met over the past years. You know, but mm-hmm. but like. I feel like a typical American family is like they'll give you a two minutes. All right, don't do that, Johnny. And then yeah. you la da 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 da. Everything's great, you know. But like, in in my, at least my family it was lectures for fucking hours, hours. Oh, yeah. and Hell yelling yeah. and oh, like yeah. you definitely didn't like, want to do it again. And like you exactly. don't want to sit there and like or, you start slouching. Yeah. Here we go back again yeah, and no, like exactly. it's back oh, in like yeah, action. You're you're so yourself, like, like shit, uh-huh. this is like for what I did, like it's over dramatic. Yeah. Then it's like yeah. I don't want to do this again. Dude, so, yeah. You know what happens? It's to weird because like I always thought like, you know, I like I almost hated my father for it. You know, hey, like, it's right. like oh, it's just so unnecessary. It's like I, I forgot it. to yeah, feel like shit. You yeah, know, right. and like it was awful. It's too much. But too much. I remember like whenever whenever I would like screw up, fuck up. My dad would put me to the corner. I would have to be on my knees, look at the corner for like hours, like literally hours. You know how disciplined that would make me? I'd be like, "Fuck, I'm never doing that." Yeah, yeah. My, my knees. But like, it's trampled. it's weird because like, oh, it, as a, as when you're young, you really don't think about it. Like, why am I staring at a wall, right? Like, yeah. Why am I doing this? Like, you know, like you so really don't understand shit. that. But now that you're getting older, yeah. I feel like we really more understand yeah. what was the purpose for it. Yeah. Like, I, I appreciate Because, like, that. now yeah. you remember that story well. That. <laughs> you yeah, know, like, well. I remember that. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> you know? No, literally. We wouldn't be here talking about these stories if they weren't, you know, yeah, real exactly. things. Exactly. Yeah. But it kind of, all, all those experiences growing up and having a childhood like that is close to you. Into of course. Mm-hmm. But now, do you really think if we were to, like, like you said, you don't want to do that to your kids, right? But now, 
what if we make our kids weak if we don't do it? Well, no, I I, I said that in a way right? where it's like, yeah. I'm harsh. I'm I guess I'm just 100%. as harsh as my dad. Right. I try to like I care a lot. So to me, I can't nah, I can't turn it off. I care. Mm-hmm. And and like I care so to the right. point where I want to see you succeed. Like if I see you mis- making mistakes, I will get mad right. because like I want you to do it the right way. And that that that's where I have a difficult time sometimes because like at what point do I put success on the side and away? You know, like right. it's not that important. Life is important. Mm-hmm. You know, exactly. like it doesn't matter if you get it right, bro. Like at the end of the day, you should be happy and like yeah. you know, it's not yeah. the end of, it's not the end of the world. Um. I think it's surgeon, because you you have a metal metal backing oh. or a magnet. No, no, no. It's no. actually uh, oh, screw it. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, <laughs> it'll charge without the phone case. I think. I think it's the phone case. Um. Yeah. Maybe. Technical difficulties. Yeah, but That's no. This is our first first podcast. You guys are experiencing these difficulties with us. We're gonna. This we're gonna is real life. Journey. Real life this stuff. Raw. Um. No. Where Where we uh. Yeah, do you think do you think it would make your kids weaker in that aspect? Well, when I when I said that, like the flip side, I meant it like a different way. Like I'm talking about like if you grew up in like an abusive household mm-hmm. where you saw your mom right. get hit, you know, it's like it's it kind of on the flip side and you mm-hmm. weren't brought up well, but you you know right. you bring that up, it's like you've that, seen that. You're like shit, like I don't want that to, mm-hmm. to you know, when you I would never kids, do I that. Exactly. Exactly. So that's that's what I meant by that. Mm-hmm. But um but I think I think there should be discipline, but to like right. a certain extent. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't Absolutely. think it should be I've I've seen these shows. I've seen that show where there's like this family where like they'll send the bad kids to this family where they'll work them on the farm, mm, yeah, and then this, yeah, and this farmer yeah. guy, this dad, this like, <laughs> it's, this girl throws an attitude, right? And yeah. then this this dad that is you know she's staying with for the time being. This yeah. dad's like, that's gonna be twenty pushups. She's like, I'm not doing those. That's thirty pushups yeah. now, and you're not going out. She's like, that's fucked up. I'm not, I'm not raking these things, you know, like, and and she just doesn't do it. And then a day, then the, the dad's son does it or, or, or whatever his daughter does it. And she didn't do it. At the end of the day, they all go out and they, they're like, all right, we're going, you know, laser tag, you know, you're staying. And she's like, that's fucked up. You can do your pushups right now. She's like, I can't do pushups. You know, she's still getting mad. Yeah. He's like, do the girl pushups, you know? <laughs> And and she's like, ah, you know, and she gets yeah, mad and like she ago. he breaks her down. That's pretty interesting. It, like, oh, that's really oh, interesting. Yeah, I don't I don't think that discipline is what I would do to my kids either. Like, no, because no. like making them do push-ups just because of something like I don't think that would get the point across. No, not at all. no, no, not at all. Like, what do you remember? Like a lesson in your childhood that like still resonates to you? Like for in in what sense? Like, what's a lesson, like, you learn? Like, for me, my dad derived, the, like, he beat that into me to think. And, like, if I asked a question, uh-huh. it would be like, you should already know the answer to it. Yeah. So then I wouldn't ask questions. I would do it on my own. And I would do yeah. it on my own. I would fuck up. I would get to yelling. And be like, why don't you ask? Right. Well, if I ask, you yell. Because I should already know. Right. And that is, like, a loop of, like, the only option out is to think better. Mm. Yeah. And that's what I've been doing ever since. And I don't know if my dad just kind of was just a hothead and that kind of was the, the result of that whole yeah. thing. Or did he do this on purpose? Because I don't think he did it on purpose. Because he, you know, he used to drink, he used to be a hothead, and it's just his nature. I'm sure I get his genes too, where I'm mm-hmm. stubborn. Right. I get that from him for 100%, you know. But like, at one point or another, is there a purpose to it? 
Right. Yeah, like a lesson. What, you know? What about uh, or, or is your dad just, or your grandpa? Was he kind of like the same way? He he passed away when he was seventeen. Really? Oh, so wow. I never met my grandpa. Oh, I wow. met my mom's dad. I met that grandpa. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't know. You know, I, maybe that's a question I should ask him. You know, how was he? Yeah. You know? because but, I, but I think he told yeah. me, he said, because he always says, you know, I'm like, when you, when you get raised in the family where there's abuse, they're like, not abuse, yeah. but violence yeah. and yelling mm. and like constant chaos and fear yeah. kind of yeah. driven into the family, then you don't want to even, you're scared of your dad. The yeah. father figure is like a, a fucking scared monument, yeah. you know, like. Yeah. Don't scare dad, you know, don't do anything to fuck up, you know, like, this is what happens, you know, you see the results, so you don't want to do something, so, right. he always said, like, don't be scared to ask, you know, I'm, I'm your father, and I'm here, you know, for you, you yeah. know, and, so, he, he always said, you know, I was scared of my father, too, and now that he looks back at it, he wished he talked to his dad, you know, yeah, because yeah. he does, he can't get that back, right. so, now, I, I, like, for me, it took forever, because I hated my dad for so long, for what he put me through and my mother through that I that I didn't want that connection but now I'm older I'm 25 turning 26 in June like mm -hmm. I want to be able to have a relationship with my dad on that level yeah you know where I could talk right. to him about like what I'm going through but like I also don't want to hear I want to listen to his advice but I don't want to be pushed into doing what he thinks is yeah, the right way because that's yeah. what he will do right and that's Influence. where like right. yeah. yeah I'm like I want to hear his advice because not everybody has good advice yeah. and I want to listen to it. Mm -hmm. But then he'll make me feel like I did something wrong yeah. and I don't want that. Right. 100%. That's what separates when a, when a man becomes a man and he doesn't want to be told by another man how he should do what he should do. Of course. Right? Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. I agree. 100%. So like now I want that relationship. Like, you know, let's go fishing, you know, and yeah. let's not yeah. be stressed out. Let's not yell at each other. We're right? a drink. You yeah. know, that's actually so crazy. You say that because I was the same way growing up. Like, I would hate my dad so much for, like, oh, I, you know, some of the stuff that he did. Like, obviously, it helped me a lot. Now, right. that, now that I reflect on right. it, like, I of it course, now. I appreciate sure, it. Sure, there was a better so way, much. maybe, but yeah, he did the best he could. Of yeah. course. But now, like, I'm starting to really ease into the fact that I want to spend way more quality time with my dad. Like, he's actually an amazing dude. Well, I literally just got off the phone and interrupted the podcast. <laughs> but, like, he's an amazing dude. And now I'm starting to reflect, like, shit. He actually did the right thing for me mm -hmm. because if it wasn't for him, the way he like taught me and raised me, I wouldn't be the man I am today. Mm -hmm. You know, he wouldn't like project you, yeah, in that direction. You know, he so, could he could have not he could have not pushed you harder, and you would have been like yeah. a step back, and right. you would have been like, oh, maybe I'll do this, oh, maybe I'll do that. Exactly. You know, you would have been like bouncing around or like not so sure of yourself. Of course. And now that he pushed you. Like, you have to choose something. You have to do something. Right, like, yeah. Now you're sticking to your own word kind exactly. of thing, right? Yeah, it's set, setting you up. Yeah. yeah. No, literally. And it, Taking he, the pieces from him and then... Putting yeah, it exactly. Like, like, he, like my dad forced me, yeah. like, legit. You know, like, mm -hmm. I had no options. You know what I mean? My cycle of, like, you don't ask because you get yelled at. Mm -hmm. You should already know. Like, yeah. that's something I got out of that. Right. Even though it was so bad. <laughs> and I'm sure through you too, like you your dad probably put you through athletics, right? You've probably done sports like Not necessarily. See, my no. family was more workaholics or rather than Okay. Rather than Same with mine, yeah. Um, I was a more like work. I played soccer. Right. And <clears throat> and it was more like, you know, my parents didn't finish school, so like 
go to school, get good grades, you know, like, mm-hmm. same here. but we yeah. didn't get rewards for getting good grades. It wasn't right. like that. Of course. Jeez, but it was like, if you yeah. want something, ask us, you know, like, mm-hmm. hey, I want that new PlayStation. But I never had the urge to ask my parents for want something because I knew what position they were in. Yeah. yeah. And they were like, why don't you just ask? And I'm going to get it myself. And I, yeah, that's yeah, always, it, you know, I don't want to put pressure on somebody else. Exactly. And, I, and I, I'm a person who doesn't like sharing. So when I got some idea out of myself, I ain't going to share with you. Get your own. Huh. I'm like that, you know? And no, it's funny because you're sharing all your cars. But obviously for a fee. Of course. Yeah, of, no, course. of course. Yeah. Yeah. It is like, yeah. But I was, I was kind of saying because... It's pretty cool. Yeah, we all come from a similar exactly. background. Yeah, like the work and the athletics, they're like synonymous here. Like basically the same thing. But like going through my, uh, my teenage years and like, you know, growing up, I was mm-hmm. a swimmer for 10 years. And like my dad literally, he, he kind of forced me to do swimming at first because he was like, it's so good for you. Mm-hmm. And then at first I fucking sucked, man. But he was like pushing me. He was, just, mm-hmm. he was like, go, keep doing it, man. And then I started to get better, and I was like, fuck, I'm, like, pretty good now. Yeah, like, you're starting to feel it for yourself, yeah, how that yeah, feels. Yeah, I was like, damn, I'm fucking confident, yeah. I'm killing it. Like, my dad's still, like, telling me, like, keep going, Rob, keep going. And then a few more years go by, and I'm, like, fucking top of the fucking town. Yeah, like, I'm the did best, it, like, I'm the best swimmer in the entire town. Like, nobody's faster mm-hmm. than me. And then when it comes to, um, you know, my senior year of high school, that's when he pushed me the most. Mm-hmm. That, at that point... I, I qualified for state uh, states mm-hmm. state finals and then state opens, which is that's the tier system. So I made it the top tier system, which I've never done before, mm-hmm. simply because my dad was telling me like keep right. going. He always pushed me, and I became so good that I, I qualified as the I believe twentieth fast or no fourteenth fastest swimmer in the entire state. And freestyle, which is not bad because yeah. there's just like thousands of swimmers right, out there. right. And I was 14, like shit, man. If it wasn't for my dad, always hauling my did, ass. Did, about did that. your dad swim too before or no? He did basketball, yeah, and a little bit of swimming, yeah. But is said, that is that what he wanted to do before? Because don't you think sometimes their parents want us to do something because yeah. they never did? Kind it? of, kind of actually. It, it's really funny you mentioned that. Yes, <clears throat> um, but you know, if I didn't have that constant feedback, like him pushing me mm-hmm. and all this stuff. I want to be able to do that. And now I transfer that to business mm-hmm. because obviously I'm out of that. I went to college. Mm-hmm. I swam D2. I just said college wasn't for me. So now I'm transferring that like momentum to the business. What, what made you, what made you, um, cause I, now that you believe in yourself, cause I'm sure your dad pushed you so right. hard and you knew it was possible if you just did it and did it and mm-hmm. believed in yourself and push hard. So what made you decide to go this direction into what you do now? Well, I've always had, um, like a passion for business. My grandpa, like I told you before, mm-hmm. uh, before the podcast, he was a millionaire and uh, he kind of lost it all, unfortunately. But um, my mom also had a business and mm-hmm. she was doing like skincare and, you know, dermatological, all those like brands, like helping people with facials. And so I kind of like adopted that concept. That was like, I, I really want this, like subconsciously too. I wasn't even consciously mm-hmm. thinking it, but um, something just hit me one day. When you were was, just probably like brushed it against it a few times yeah. enough to get it right exactly something hit me when i was 14 i, I swear to god god definitely planted this seed in, in my brain mm-hmm. the word entrepreneur came out of nowhere and i was like fuck that's such a cool word <laughs> i googled it i googled it i was literally it was my birthday too it was my 14th birthday we just like got out of the steakhouse and it came to my head entrepreneur what the fuck's that i google it quickly i see oh guy that takes risks usually ceo of a corporation I saw a median pay, 170 grand. Oh my god, median. And then I went up to like millions. And I was like, 
I want to do this. Yeah, let's, I do, be, let's just I want to be rich. Goals. I want to be rich. <laughs> and I knew from the get-go that I wanted to be an entrepreneur. I wanted to have, you know, my own business, do something involving business. And literally from then, since I was 14, I'm 19 now, I've adored business. I've had so many fuck-up, like, businesses, mm-hmm. initial businesses. Um, Mosmo has this as well. Um, but, like... <laughs> you guys are young as hell. Yeah. No. If you decide to literally switch tomorrow, like, I want to yeah. do this instead. You still have so much time. Be transferable, yeah. yeah. We, we have the experience. I did landscaping, up. and then I opened another landscaping business because I started my first one with my dad. And then mm-hmm. we separated. We had our, you know, disagreements and, yeah. like, you know, family and yeah, business for me wasn't 100%. mixing. Even though he said, you know, business yeah. is business and family is <clears> family. <throat> and he says, if we fight today... And, you know, we wake up tomorrow, we go to work, and, like, yeah. you know, it's business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, I couldn't separate that because if if you did something wrong last night and I'm mad at you, you know, I still see you in the morning, doesn't make it any more wrong or right, right. you know, for, like, that still was wrong and I don't agree with it, mm-hmm. I'm done. You know, this was my draw. Like, I have nothing else to, to argue with about. It's, like, that's it for me. Like, I'm done. So I started my own. Mm-hmm. And then I went to that. And I was always doing like side gigs here and there. Yeah, yeah. I worked at my uncle's CNC shop. Mm, okay. Um, I went to college, so I, I paid out of pocket and went for computer programming. Mm. My parents always like, you know, the the way I picked what I was going for was, um, my parents was like, all right, you know, I had good grades in high school, accelerated classes, everything. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. it was like, if I put in enough effort into it, I got it, you know. But like, it wasn't something like. For me, I started doing, like, I wasn't I wasn't studying for quizzes. I wasn't studying for tests. Like, if I'm good at it, I'm good at it, you know? And yeah, I right. get it. And, and, like, I wouldn't put more into it than I needed to. Right. I just got the homework done, you know, got yeah, everything exactly. done. And, exactly. and I was just naturally into it. And then, uh, that can be later. <laughs> um, I want to finish this because this, this is important. The way my parents wanted me to pick what I wanted to go for college. Mm-hmm. Like, when you're young, you don't know what the fuck you want to do or what's the no. right thing to do. You just know, like, you got to go to college because it's, you know, you got to get an education because you can get a shitty job if you job. don't yeah. or something like that. Yeah, My like parents the, the never have finished, you know. So, yeah. so they're like, all right, well, um, type in top 10 most paying jobs and pick something from that and go for college for that. Yeah. That's literally how I picked what I wanted to do. <laughs> yeah. And... That's actually yeah. how I did it, too. <laughs> yeah. and, and I was like, well, I, don't, I can't be a nurse. I can't be a doctor. I, yeah. The blood and needles yeah. and stingy, yeah. all that. Yeah. I can't do that. Lawyer, oh, that's 12 years of schooling. Fuck, yeah. Fuck, Fuck that. Fuck Yo, I'm, no. I'm not that literate with all the books and shit. God. You know? so, yeah, no. so I picked computer programming, you know, because I, I was the home geek at home. You know, oh, this is broken. Fix it. You know, oh, I was yeah. always hacking things and, mm. and getting games for free. And like, you know, I was fine with loopholes. I yeah. guess that's, that, I guess that is like, but that's a Poland thing too. Because mm-hmm. there's always like, when you have nothing, you got to find a way to get it no yeah. matter what. Like, because like, at the end of the day, you got you to gotta have a roof over your head and the bread on your table. Mm-hmm. But there's always so many different ways to get it. 100%. You know? Right. And in Poland, there was like so many little ways to get it. So you had to find your own ways, you know? You right. started making ways. You started it. making ways. And that's kind of like where that thinking, I guess, comes from too. Yeah. 
that's that's where my mindset came from um getting into entrepreneurship like i don't have like an exact age i can't tell you like oh when i was 14 right, right. Gonna be, like you know sure. i don't I would, think i don't think i don't think there's an age where you like i think you just well i'm saying like there's i didn't find a specific time where i realized it. you mm-hmm. know what i mean like i've always had that mindset where it's like okay if i can't get something how am i gonna get it you mm-hmm. know like um I, I kind of did something similar like you guys. Um, my dad was a hairdresser, and a lot of times I would just, um, since my mom would be working all the time, I would always go to the salon with him, and mm. instead of sitting around just, like, playing with my toys, you know, after he um, cut someone's hair, I'd sweep up the hair. And then I'd start doing it enough times, and i started doing it for other people in the salon, and then they started giving me money here and there. So I'm like, oh, okay, like, oh, this is making me money. I could buy, I could buy McDonald's after mm-hmm. this. Like, why don't I keep doing this? And that's kind of where I fell in love with the idea of like okay mm-hmm. like how can i get money for doing what i do mm-hmm. so um that's when i really like kind of got into that entrepreneurial mindset and that's where i've, ha- I've carried that throughout like my life um but um yeah i don't know I, I just think like growing like when you grow up like that and you're yeah. surrounded by this like mm-hmm. how how could i afford it how could i do this how i guess I we look at our parents how are they getting their money right yeah yeah i think most kids do that because some kids where they have their parents go to a job then they're like okay I gotta find a job, and most kids yeah. have that. Like the mom's yelling, like, "Did you find a job yet?" You know, like, yeah. do, we, "Do you need a ride to your work?" <laughs> yeah. You know, like that's kind of like that's how I hear other people's families. You know, like, right. you know, <clears throat> get out of your room, find a job already. You know, like that's right. kind of like a a lifestyle around like, here. Yeah. Stereotype, but yeah. like we grew up different, right. so like we were looking at it different. Yeah, I feel 100%. like if you if you grew up in a household that was kind of like scarcity minded. It's yeah. an advantage for you right now because mm-hmm. all, you're all about abundance. You want to have mm-hmm. everything. You have. You want to have all the money. You want to mm-hmm. have all the cars, mm-hmm. etc. And like living in that situation, you realize what you don't want. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the the best blessing that we have in, all in common is mm-hmm. because we it, run we run away from that so yeah, right. far away and yeah. so fast. Exactly. You know, like fuck that. Yeah, <laughs> you know that you're right. <laughs> they they settle for security. Then yeah. Actually doubling down on yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know going out and finding it yourself you know mm-hmm. and i think that's the biggest difference between you know average people and that one percent of people that actually are successful right. it's like okay well am i gonna settle or am i gonna risk it mm-hmm. and actually like go out and like do something yeah I, but i feel like everyone's capable of that 100 percent. everyone's know? capable I, I believe everyone has equal opportunity to get what they want in this life mm-hmm. it's not a lot of people um have the have the will or the the mindset to, to achieve it because mm-hmm. it is well, a you lot know, of it's what, what, one thing that i used to work night shifts at yard metals and this kid i'm not gonna say his name or anything but he uh he used to like envy me and then he started looking up to me mm. and i always like try to get him up higher and better and like yeah. help him like he was a cool friend for sure and like, I don't want to see people fail. And the thing not. is, what his problem was always, like, well, you know, that's cool and all, you know, invest and this and that. Like, I'm trying to teach him and yeah. stuff. And he's like, well, I'm just scared of failing. Fa- failing. I, my accent's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, he's scared of failure. And I'm like, all I do is fail, bro. You know? Like, all I do is fail until I win. Like, you'll fail a hundred times. Exactly. And then win once. Yeah. And that win, once you feel that win, bro, you're going to want to lose a fucking 200 yeah. more because you're going to adapt two or more wins. Right. are going to feel so good, yeah. bro. Yeah, no, you literally. Know? And then that builds but People momentum. are scared of failure. I think that's yeah. people's biggest problem. Yeah, they are scared of failure. Yeah. I get irritated when I fail. Don't get me wrong. 
you know, I don't want to fail. It's not, nobody wants to fail. You gotta, you gotta look at it different where it's like, okay, well, now I learned from this, so mm-hmm. now how, what am I going to do differently mm-hmm. so I like, don't fail the next time? Right. It's just a lesson. And it's just, it's just going to keep building you higher. So, like, you're trying to get here, and then you fail, so you're back down here, but you're a little bit above right. before because you learned a, a new lesson. And you can be mm-hmm. trying to go out here, and you go a little bit above, I, and eventually you get there. I always think about it like, if you don't take any action at all, there's like a Wayne Gretzky quote, right? Like, I've shot a thousand times. I don't even know how it goes, but like, he said, like, basically, in a nutshell, if you don't take action, you're never going to produce a result. So, might as well take an action, see where it leads you, and then maybe you'll win in the meantime. So, just, like, just take take a certain action. Don't even, like, mm-hmm. hesitate. Just fucking do it. Because at the end of the day, you have the 50-50 chance of winning or losing. But then, either way, it's, it's a win-win because from the loss, you learn something. And from mm-hmm. the win, well, that's fucking great, you know? Exactly. And then you got to think about it too, like how do you how do you turn thoughts into reality? You do something about them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, know, you take action. Exactly. Hey, I want I want some pizza. Okay, well, what are you gonna do? You're gonna call up the fucking the yeah. pizza joint down the street. It's crazy because like for us, I'm sure like when we hear a, like a typical problem somebody has, we think like, wow, what the fuck? That's a problem to you? Yeah. <laughs> so simple, you know, yeah, like right. and like for some people, it's like crazy. It's a big issue, you know, like. Or like we could solve that easily, you know. But for them, they're stressing out. It's a big problem, you know. Yeah. Like, so you're thinking about because yeah, because they're in the, in the like victim mentality. Yeah. Like we look yeah. at, it, we're like, okay, like how can we solve it? Like we're right. looking at problem right. solvers. They're looking at it as like, why does this have to happen to me? Mm-hmm. Blah blah blah. This it's this person's mm-hmm. fault. They make excuses. So do you think this mindset of ours, you, uh, anyone can get? Yeah. Yes. I, I because so. I'm sure there's gonna be plenty of people listening and not doing jack shit about it. Hundred percent. Or they're gonna hate. Yeah. Right. But it all starts with that person. Of course. It all starts with so that person. I'm, it's not my responsibility. Exactly. You know I mean? like, exactly. I'll tell you how to do it, but, you know, then you got to go do it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And, like, for everything like that, it's a problem solution. And exactly. And you just got to have that, that problem-solving mindset where it's, mm-hmm. like, you look at problems differently than other right. people. Yeah. You know? I look at problems as not even problems. I look at it as, like, okay, like, how am I going to solve it? Mm-hmm. Like, what am I going to do? Mm-hmm. Exactly. What lesson am I going to learn? Right. And if you can't do it, then there's plenty of people that know how to do it. Because mm-hmm. I, I believe everyone is valuable in some type of way. Of everyone course. knows something you don't know. Mm-hmm. You know? So, right. obviously. We just got sent money, guys. We're uh, working while we're on this podcast. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> that is amazing. It's 5.54. You guys are already clocked out. We're... We never clock out. There's no, no, I don't have a no, punch card. There's no clock. There is no clock punch card. <laughs> we <laughs> fucking <laughs> threw it into the fire. Fuck yeah. that. You know? Exactly. So now we just got to do a few clicks. You know, I make it look easy, guys, but trust me, <laughs> this was not like this like a few years back. <laughs> That's another thing I want to talk about is... Um, we should we should maybe leave that for the next episode okay. because sure. it's already 30... How many? Yeah, about 35 minutes in. And uh, I think we've covered a lot of good topics here. Yeah, I mean, you know what I want the next one to be. I want to. I want to talk about the um, the false light that that people put entrepreneurs in. Like mm. The false like it's not bad. What what it's what people think it is. What right. people think what it, it, really is, is. What it really is. Right. Yeah, exactly. That's Hard what to talk about the next time. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's been a pleasure, Paul Mosmo. I think this was a great first podcast. I think so. And I'm excited for the next one. This was fun. Great, great introduction. This was fun, sure. bro. This was fun. <laughs> Hopefully, I'll sound better next time.